Welcome back to another episode of A New Day, where you can come to renew your mind and feel like you're on fire. All right. I mean, probably not the fire part. That's not ideal. I have to clear my throat. There's another in the fire. I'm standing next to me. So... I have really bad allergies, as I'm sure we've talked about on the podcast before, but they're super great today. Did so you you're take getting... your tries? I didn't. I couldn't find it. So I'll just take it after. But I probably should have taken it before because there's a bunch of phlegm up in the throat. Phlegm? <laughs> Phlegemin. So we're trying um, different microphones today. Yeah, we are. I want to give it a shot, see how they sound compared to the other ones. So let us know. Do you like these mics or the other mics? Or are you like me and can't really tell the difference? I think you'll be able to tell the difference. Eh, or don't really care about the difference. Hmm. I don't know. Either way, we're here. It's another episode. Another day. Another day? Another motivation. Right. I was going to say dollar, but... I feel like I haven't seen you all week. What's... It's corona season, so mm-hmm. not everybody gets a dollar every day. Right. Like I was saying, I feel like I haven't seen you all week. It's new in your life. Mine? Yeah. Um, Our lives get really uh, busy. Within the last week, a lot. (laughs) Our lives get super busy, so then sometimes, like, what you're hearing is, like, genuine. Like, I haven't seen Casey, so I'm, like, genuinely interested in, like, what his week was like. Well, Wednesday, we announced to the kids that we were stepping down from the church. That was a fun time. And then Sunday, we announced to the church that we're stepping down from the church. Which was an even more fun time. Basically, it's been like a nonstop thrill ride of fun and tears. Um, yeah, I went airsofting with a bunch of people and I went to a land party. For those of us who don't know what airsofting is, explain it to us. Um, That's it, a lie. I kind of know what it is. but It's okay. So it it's like airsoft or excuse me. <laughs> It's, the definition of airsoft is airsoft. It's like paintball, right? But with realistic weapons, and it uses six millimeter BBs that you shoot each other with. And why is that fun to people? Getting shot with BBs. Okay, for me personally, mm-hmm. I love the both the thrill and mm-hmm. um, kind of like the the role play of it. Got it. Like the simulation. Okay. So growing up, I wanted to be a policeman, right. police officer. And Do you still want to? Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes. I've contemplated like military mm-hmm. or, you know, National Guard, things like that. Because that type of stuff interests me. Right. And so being able to airsoft basically in a way simulates, you know. Sorry, he just heard me swallow. I'm drinking I, coffee. I, I want to say like war right like obviously i don't want to simulate war i don't want to go to war i don't want to go shoot people and i don't want to get shot it's kind of like the thrill of like having a threat that you take down right i would say it's yeah it's definitely you know you get to play the part you get to act you get to um it's kind of like cosplay where you get to dress up Hmm. as whatever you want a person you want to be alternate reality that's kind of what it is um so like i want to create a police like a SWAT uniform and I want that to be my uniform going forward and so then I'll dress the part I'll buy the weapons that play the part and I'll play the part of being a SWAT officer 
interesting. Yeah. And then we play all kinds of games like protect the president or just regular run through the woods and shoot each other or BB wars, whatever you want to call it. You should play tag. Um, We do. You have to tag the president. You have to kill him by tagging him, not by shooting him. No, no, no. Like freeze tag. Like if you get shot, you have to freeze and then someone else has to shoot you to unfreeze you. It's like double the fun. Yeah. <laughs> you should come play with us. No. Everyone would love it. Mm. Anyway, while you were doing that, what did I do? I don't remember. You were at Justin's house. Oh, yeah. I hung out with my nephew and my dog. It was a fun time. And then I came over. And my we- nephew fed our tiny dog a bunch of raisins. So that's just, that also is like a nonstop party, but in the opposite way. <laughs> I don't know. Prancer's fine. It's her, right? Yeah. Hazel. Either way. She's a wild animal. Yes. Making edible cookie dough today. I don't like cookie eating raw cookie dough. I love eating raw cookie dough. Good thing I you don't have to eat it. I mean, I like cookies. I, I like love cookie dough. Baked cookies. But like when we used to get those Pillsbury cookies, you would like eat the raw cookie dough. Once. I guess. I, don't, I love raw cookie dough. In college, I used to keep a tube in the freezer and then just gross eat it. It's not disgusting, and I would eat it because right. it's sweet. No, I love but, cookie dough. Um, I would much rather bake the cookie. No, the cookie. I'm the opposite. I'd much rather eat the dough. I like getting the little, like the pre-made Pillsbury things, mm-hmm. and then baking them like one minute under their time, so they come out like, like really gooey. gooey, and then I like to eat them. So you could warm up the cookie dough in the microwave, and it would be the same thing. What if I put cookie dough on the panini press? It would be a hot mess and break everything. <laughs> Remember in Parks and Rec when Andy Dwyer's like, I tried making ramen in the coffee pot, now everything's broken. It'd be like that. Yeah, but that's different. Ramen is just mm. noodles in hot water. It so would you be could a mess. Put, you could put the, 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 the raw noodles in the coffee pot and then just put regular water in the reservoir and then turn it on, and all it's gonna do is make yeah, the water but like, hot. Yeah, it would be a hot it... mess. It would be, it would be bad. I want to get it. a coffee pot now and do this. I don't support this unless you use the one that we have, and then you buy me an upgraded one. <laughs> then I support I don't it. Need a new one, right? But if you're gonna break it and make ramen in it, I would like an upgraded. How one. How would you break it? I don't know. Either way, let's let's shift gears here. You know, Jada's on my lap today. He's very excited to be here and part of this. Do you have any other thoughts, Jade? Nobody's on my lap. And I'm okay with that. Anywho, what are we talking about today, Casey? Jeremiah. Was a bullfrog. I don't know what that is. It's a song. Was a good friend of mine. You're a good friend of mine. Never understood a single word he said. But blah, Never blah, nah, understood nah, nah. a word. That was very low. Said. Okay. Anywho, we're talking about Jeremiah, chapter 20. Okay. I was looking on the computer to make sure that I was recording in two separate tracks. <laughs> we're good. We're all golden. <laughs> Surprise, you have to start over. Lose all of the quality content. Nope. That's we're, we're been good. up to here. Okay. Okay. We're reading. You get to read today. I do. Okay. Because I said so, and whatever I say goes, and you must do everything False. you say. 
that is not true. No, that's I'm just um, I'm reading out of the NIV version today. What? That's awesome. What version are you reading out of today? Same. I might sneeze. Uh oh. Just kidding. It Don't went away. touch your nose when you have to sneeze. You Why? touch your face. Now you have to go wash your hands. Bless you. Bless you. All right, we're good. You know you shouldn't pinch your nose when you sneeze. Well, I didn't want their brains to get blown out because I sneezed. Their brains wouldn't get blown out. Anywho. All right. We're in Jeremiah chapter 20, um, verse 7. So it's entitled Jeremiah's Complaint. So basically, Jeremiah is complaining about the call on his life. I'm bad at this. Bad at complaining? Meaning you don't complain or you're bad at complaining? Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of in human nature to complain. It is, but I mean, it's unhealthy to complain. It's really bad to complain. Right. But there's a difference. I admit, like, I complain a lot. But the good thing is, I mostly complain to you. Right. But there's a difference because sometimes you need to, like, let things go. Venting can be dangerous if you do it too much and if you go down the wrong path. Right. Right. Anywho, so he's complaining. Um, And we're just going to dive right in. It says, you deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. Um, You overpowered me and I prevailed. I'm ridiculed all all day long. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I cry out proclaiming violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord has brought me insult and reproach all day long. So basically, he's like saying... You put me in this bad spot, Lord, because all I do is talk about negativity. Like, he's an Old Testament prophet, so he's prophesying, obviously, but it's all negative. And he's just like, I just want to give them one piece of good news. But everyone is, like, not a huge fan of Jeremiah because all he does is proclaim negativity. That's got to be a hard call. Mm-hmm. Where all you do is, this is from the Lord. You're all going to die. <laughs> anyway, so he's complaining. Sounds like today. Yep. Um, verse 9. But if I say I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his words fill up in my heart like a fire. A fire shot up in my bones. I am weary holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. That's like a huge... Let me see what the other version I have says. Because it was real good. We're in verse 9. Well, okay. So, verse Mm 9. I will not make a mention of him nor speak to you anymore in his name. The message version says, But if I say forget it, no more God messages from me. The words are fire in my belly, a burning in my bones. I'm worn out trying to hold it in. Okay, so that says that like he tried to give up. Right, he or tried he, to he say he wants to give right, up. Right, he tried to say screw it and walk away. I'm not doing this right. any longer. He wants to take everything he did and just say I am done and he was going to shut, shut it, it down. down. He's basically going to walk away. Yeah, but but he couldn't because it says but his words in my heart like burning fire shut up in my bones. Right. So he wanted to give up but he couldn't. He couldn't because he dealt with God's word. Right. Like, it was God's word. The word of the Lord. And that the word, like, consumed his heart. Right. 
God had consumed his heart and he couldn't because this is where it says the, uh, um, the word was in his heart like a burning fire. The word burned in mm-hmm. his heart like a fire. Right. And right. I'm worn out trying to hold it in. I can't do it any longer. Like basically he tried to walk away and he tried to say, I'm done. This is it. The end. Go get mm-hmm. your own prophet. Yeah. But the, as backfired. he would do that, he just made it stronger and stronger and stronger. <laughs> right. So then he's like trying to hold it in where he's like, I'm oh, trying no. not to like prophesy right now. <laughs> like, I have a very weird image in my head now. <laughs> Great. Where he like opens his mouth and just fire shoots out. No, okay. worse. Great. Enlighten us. Are you sure? I don't know. It's like food poisoning. Oh, you gosh. just can't hold it back. It shoots out every hole you got in the body. That's true. You try to hold it in. Right. But God's bigger than that. But it makes it worse trying to hold it in, especially when you have food poisoning. Well, yeah, it's painful. Right. And then you're like, cool, I'm going to sneeze. And then it, Am come, I going it to comes out at the wrong time. Right. Like when you're dressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> When you're wearing pants. Oh, gosh. I don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) But I mean, that's a good... That is a decent analogy where it's like... (laughs) The more you try to hold it in, the more it hurts. But like that... Okay, have you ever been at a point in your walk with the Lord where you're like, screw it, I'm done with this? And then he's like, "Mm, probs not. He discovered that his call Mm -hmm. was impossible to deny. Right. Because he wanted to. You know you're called somewhere and you just don't want to do it. And then God says, do it. And there's no way of not doing it. Right. Yeah. You you think about like almost that it breaks free will, but it doesn't because you know it's what you're supposed to do and it's the decision you make to be obedient. Right. Are you doing alright over there? It sounds Sometimes. like yeah. I mean poisoning. it's just like in our lives, like I don't want to leave youth ministry. Right. But sometimes, like, God says, this is what you have to do. And you cannot deny your calling. You cannot do it. Right. And no matter what, he's going to use every circumstance Mm -hmm. to get you onto the right path. Right. I just like the fact that the more he tried to deny it, the stronger his call became. Wouldn't that be be awesome? Kind of like for everybody. Every single time somebody started to doubt God, it was just, bam! Even stronger. Even stronger. Every time you're in a situation where you just want to give up, bam, even stronger. Right. Right. I like I like this. Um uh where it's he says, um, where is it? I was weary of holding back and I could not. Mm-hmm. He could not not preach God's word. Right. Double negative, which means he, had he was forcing himself to preach God's word and preach it faithfully. Right. 
Verse 10, I hear many whispering, terror on every side, denounce him, let's denounce him. All of my friends are waiting for me to slip up, saying perhaps he will be deceived, and then we will prevail over him and take our revenge. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah. The message of- says, danger oh, okay. is everywhere, shut him up and report him. My old friends watch, hoping I'll fall flat on my face, one misstep, and we'll have him, and then we can get rid of him for good. That'd be so hard. Right. Like, the people you care and trust about, waiting for you to screw up. Right. Here's the thing, though. There Tell are us. some common things happening here in the Old Testament. The people that were called went through an excruciatingly difficult, crushing period. So Jeremiah called to be a prophet. His friends turned against him and were like, ha ha, we can't wait for you to trip and then fall down and then we're going to kill you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) David, like Saul was his father figure and then was like, ha ha, you're too strong. I'm mad at you. Now I'm going to kill you. And I mean, like everyone in the Old Testament went through this excruciatingly difficult crushing period where it would be so easy to walk away, throw your hands up in the air and say, screw it. It's too difficult. I can't do it. And I really like that. It says that Jeremiah was at that point. He's like, I'm done. I'm not giving any more messages because I can't handle the negativity anymore. And he like really throws in the towel, but then the Lord comes in even closer. So I think there's a couple points in there that we as humans really need to understand. So the first of all being like, when we try to do it on our own strength, we're going to fail every time. Mm -hmm. So I think to get to that breaking point, Jeremiah was relying on his own strength to like deal with the rejection. Oh, totally. So he was like all wrapped up in his own head. Right. Right. Um, so relying on your own strength only leads you to giving up, which is generally a good thing because then God can step in and be like, okay, let me help you with this because I've been waiting for you to get to this point. Well, yeah, it's kind of like that, you know, when people get confused because they're new believers or like they're struggling to hear from the Lord, like their dry season or whatever. Okay. And sometimes it's like, am I doing this on my own? Is God here with right. me? Or you're kind Did of in this I confused place. Yeah. And then it's just like nothing is working. And mm-hmm. then it's kind of like, all right, I need to figure, really figure out what is God trying to tell me right now. Right. Right. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Mm-hmm. Even being, you know, youth pastors. Right. I am not afraid to say that there are times when you are confused as all heck. Well, here's the deal. So for me, sometimes I feel like God is just like watching and he like looks over at the angels and he's like, just let her tire herself out. Like, just let her her run the circles. Let her do her thing. And then when she's ready, we're going to step in. (laughs) It makes me think of Parks and Rec. Really? Well, my parent, when I was little, my parents made me go outside and run around (laughs) until I got tired. But all the criminals watching out there, I never get tired. <laughs> anyway, um, that's really like that's really something that I can relate to because I try so hard. Like I'm a really driven person, and I'm a really independently driven person. So if I can achieve something by myself, I'm gonna do it. And so sometimes I forget, like. 
I don't have to do this by myself. Like I'm choosing to be tired all the time. I'm choosing to be in this predicament because yeah, I'm trying like to do this by myself. Oh, Jada's highlighting things on my Bible app. Anyway, um, like I'm choosing to do things by myself. So getting to the point of just saying, okay, no more, I'm done. Then he hears even stronger from the Lord is because he's giving up on his human flesh yeah and relying on mm-hmm. god's spirit to go with him well not only that but if you keep reading all the way into the gospel <laughs> right <laughs> i mean the same thing happens to jesus i mean he doesn't give up right but if there's his any friends other mock way. him they stab him in the back right. everybody's mocking him false prophets are right. against him and literally leads to his death right right it's Yes. Like, seriously, that would be... But everyone that was called went through that extremely difficult crushing period. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even think of an example in the Old Testament where it was like, then I was called and it was fine. Like, <laughs> Joseph was called at a really young age and then his brothers were like, haha, you're stupid, and then sold them. And then he was like, cool, now I'm a slave in this new country that I don't speak the language. Oh, now I just got arrested because someone said I raped them even though I didn't. Like, Mm -hmm. now I'm in jail for a while. Was I really called? You know? Right. Like, yeah, it was. You keep reading. Mm -hmm. Or John the Baptist. John the Baptist died in prison. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have a happy ending. It wasn't that I was called, I went to prison, and then it was fine. Well, he had a happy ending. I mean, he isn't heaven, that's a happy ending. He's partying. He's one of those guys standing by right, Jesus laughing at like, us as we try to do everything <laughs> by ourselves. But I'm saying, like, his storyline, like, his life, it was like, baptisms. I get to baptize Jesus. Now I'm in jail. Oh, lost my head. Oh, Dang it. Booey. Misplaced that. Like, there's, you really need to understand the goodness of the Lord to get you through these really trying times because there's going to be a crushing. You don't get olive oil without destroying the olive, you don't get wine without destroying a grape. So you don't get Jesus unless you destroy your flesh. Mm hmm. Lee desires. Mm-hmm. So it's not fun. <laughs> you always want to like skip the hard work and go right. right Let's right just to skip it. it. It's like losing weight. It's like just give me a pill and I'll drop twenty pounds. But really, the best way just to do give it. Give me all the Twitch followers. Right. But okay, so that makes me think. Um, like when I when we first started really learning about like spiritual gifts. Okay. Healing, prophetic, mm-hmm. things like that. I would get jealous because the, my friends or you or somebody would receive the gift before I would. And it was like this big deal. Right. So at summer camp, you know, when I um, was being prayed over to speak in tongues and my friend got it and he wasn't really even mm-hmm. saved. And then I was like so angry and, you know, things like that. And you just, you just want that gift. I right. want the gift of healing right. and I want to be able to go heal every cancer person ever or whatever. 
you know, it takes time. Like, I'm not saying you can't do that. Right. But it takes time to really submit to what God wants to get to right. those places. Here's the deal. What's the deal? When deal or did, no deal? When you did receive the gift of praying in tongues, how much sweeter and more excited were you than your friend that just got it? Tenfold. So sometimes in the waiting, there's like an eagerness and a longing that rises up inside of us. So then when we do achieve that thing that we've been wanting, mm-hmm. it makes it so much better. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. We have to really focus right. on really what God's calling us to as individuals. Because, right. yeah, I can heal somebody, you know, through Jesus. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm going to have the biggest miracles. Right. And because that, that, I mean, that same friend many years later, you know, came to a winter camp that we hosted mm-hmm. and we directed and preached at and all that stuff. And, you know, again, not really saved. And it was a great opportunity for them to come mm-hmm. and like really get to know Jesus. And they were like throwing out prophetic words and all this right. stuff. And it's just like, why? You know, like, because. A big, I've always wanted like prophetic or words of knowledge. Right. And like, you're really good in the prophetic and knowledge. And, you know, that's not my strong suit. I could do it, mm-hmm. you know, because anybody can. But like, uh, like Sean Bolt, just poof, huge inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I'd get frustrated because I want it now. Right. You know, I don't want to wait to go through the learning process right. on the best way to hear God's voice together. Right. So I kind of have an example. Like when I was in college, you can attest to this. There were so many yes, times. You were in college. Well, there's so many times <laughs> where I was like, this is too difficult. I can't do this. Like literally staying up and getting like two hours of sleep because of the homework load, all of this stuff. Because like the path that I picked was a little overzealous but it was hard and it was difficult but when i walked across that stage and they said olivia schmidt weed bachelor's of business administration finance accounting environmental science blah 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 way to flex (laughs) (laughs) it was so relieving like i did it and it was like and it was worth all of the hard nights all of like the tears because i'm having another mental breakdown because i can't read anymore and i can't write another 40 page paper on math single spaced like like i got to this point where it's like i thought of giving up i thought of just dropping out and focusing on my art you know like i thought like there was one class i remember specifically it was a hybrid class so it was like a master's degree class but also a bachelor's degree class so you get extra credits for it and I showed up 6 p.m. on a Tuesday night looking like Britney Spears 2007, freshly shaved head, makeup everywhere, not looking super hot in my sweatpants because I like am just so overwhelmed. And it's only like the third day of classes and everyone else, literally everyone else had just come from their business professional work and are wearing like suits and ties or blazers. And I'm like... <laughs> Talk about freaking awkward. It's so awkward. So I'm texting my mom before class started. I'm like, I'm dropping out and focusing on my art. And she's like, No, you're not, Olivia. Stop being dramatic. <laughs> oh my god. It was literally mortifying. But like it was so worth all of it. 
because when I got to hear my name and I had friends and family watching online and people there supporting me, like... People who went through the snowstorm. Right. 13 inches of snow. I'm like, I don't care what is happening. I'm driving to that stupid school and walking across that stage because all of the blood, sweat, and tears that went into this. There was nothing more satisfying. Like, I can't think of something, like, because I achieved it. Like, obviously, credit goes back to the Lord because he directed me to go there, all the things. Mm -hmm. But how much sweeter when you achieve it, when you actually put in the hard work. We don't mm. like the hard work. We want to give up. We want to be like Jeremiah. <laughs> but how much better is it to achieve it with the Lord, first of all, and then putting in the work and getting crushed? Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, now verse 11, which is like the best verse of the chapter. Can you read it? Jada's laying on my... Yeah. <laughs> But the Lord is with me as a Mm. mighty, awesome one. Really? Mine says, but the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior, I think. Excuse me, Jada. Can I move your fat roll for a second? Yes. Despite all the pain he went through, despite everything that was difficult, despite all the complications, he still found that God is the awesome one. God is with me like a mighty warrior. I love that. I love mighty warrior because... Like, Mighty war to you. Mine says just, awesome one. Just like you were saying, like you like the role. So Sorry. is this one. I said isn't. Oh, okay. Anyway. This is New King. Um, just like you were saying, like role play, like you're basically pretending to be warriors. Like, mm-hmm. I love that analogy. I think that there's like a natural, this is off topic, instinct in all of us. Mm-hmm. To be to be warriors. warriors, to be champions. Yeah, right. right. Anyway, I think that comes from the Lord, but we can talk about that. At Therefore, time. my persecutors will stumble and <laughs> they will not prevail. <laughs> okay, this one, this version is better. This is the message version. Better. It's so funny. Okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. Um, those. Okay, God, uh, but God, a most fear warriors at my side, but those who are after me will be sent sprawling. Slapstick buffoons falling over themselves. <laughs> a spectacle of humiliation that no one will ever forget. Like, not only is God going to triumph, not only is God still with Jeremiah, he's going to, going to, like, avenge Jeremiah in such a strong way that the people that were persecuting him are going to be a spectacle of humiliation forever. And you are a slapstick buffoon. 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 You slapstick buffoon. I think I'm going to start using that as an insult. Instead of like, wow, that person is being unintelligent. Look at that slapstick buffoon. (laughs) Look at that useless blade of grass. Oh my gosh, we should not say that. Mine says, I want to read it again because you read more than me. Sorry. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble. They will not prevail. They will be greatly ashamed. For they will not prosper. Their everlasting confusion <laughs> will never be forgotten. The NIV version says they will fail and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. Like in Mulan. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. <laughs> well, think of it. It'll never be forgotten. Like that's how much the Lord is going to avenge Jeremiah. Well, that's prophetic. You slapstick buffoon. Like, the Lord will avenge you, too. <laughs> right. 
And when you, when you when you walk on the hot coals, when your friends mm-hmm. stab you in the back, when, when your ministry in. leaders stab you in the back, right? When that all happens, everything goes down. Everything hurts, and I'm dying. They it, they're persecuting not you as an individual. They're right. persecuting the Lord. And those persecutors, they will stumble and they will not prevail. Mm-hmm. They're going to be ashamed. They're not going to prosper. And they're going to be confused. <laughs> they're going to be slapstick buffoons. buffoons. <laughs> oh, man. It, I mean, it just goes to show the battle isn't yours. It's the Lord's. Right. And when you let the Lord fight for you, people look like slapstick buffoons. <laughs> if you fight for you, you just give up and no one gets avenged. So do you want people that are making fun of you because you have a Jesus shirt? Or do you want people that are persecuting you at work because you believe in the Lord? Like, you can either deal with it or you can just start praying for them and then they accept Jesus and their lives get radically changed. and Or they look like slapstick buffoons. Either way, it's a win for you. Okay, so I looked this up. Okay. Slapstick is a type of physical comedy characterized by broad humor, absurd situations, and vigorous, usually <laughs> violent action. So, by being a slapstick buffoon, you're literally a joke. Yeah, literally. One of the other translations that I was reading in was that they're going to look like jokes. I literally said that. Um, then, bringing it home in verse 12... Lord Almighty, you who examine the righteous and probe the hearts and the mind, let me see your vengeance on them, for I have committed you to I've committed my cause to you. Um the message translation says, O God of angel armies, no one fools you. You see through everyone and everything. I rest my case with you. I want you to pay them back for what they've done. I rest my case with you. I rest my case with you. Dang. I let go and let you take control, Lord. Oh, snap. But you have to do that. Right. Otherwise, they're not going to look like jokes. <laughs> you don't well, do it for that reason. Right, exactly. But well, I, I rest my Jonah case wanted. with you. Yeah. I just think that, I mean, that's huge. I rest my case with you. Like, I bring this to you, God. I'm telling you these things. I'm laying it down. There's nothing more I can do. It's your turn to take over. Mm-hmm. So that's a great example of we we need to do every day, right? Right. Like when when I'm confused and I'm in the same place of, for example, say everyone's mocking me, mm-hmm. I need to tell that to God, right? And I need to say, God, I feel like you are totally against me right now. Mm-hmm. You have to tell God how you're feeling because, right. If Jeremiah didn't say it the way he said it, who knows how what God's response would have been. Mm-hmm. I think of just like that last line is still like rattling around in my brain. But like when lawyers are done and they know they won the case, they normally say, I rest my case. Like, case in point, here it is. So, it's exactly what you said. Be clear in your emotions with the Lord. Be honest with him because he's going through it with you. Right. So like at first for me, it like felt weird to be like, God, I'm really upset. Like, I don't know why. I'm just not a great person with my emotions. I kind of have the emotions of a wet noodle. Um, 
Um, but when you're honest with him, he helps you through it. Mm-hmm. Emotions are something that are given from the Lord, but they can be manipulated and they can be changed. That's where you need to vent. Right. So like when you vent to the Lord and you're like, this is how I feel. He's going to help you process through those emotions. Right. And then you're not going to be a slave to your emotions. You're going to be free of them. I once heard someone say something along the lines of when you just shove your emotions down and you don't process them, you become a slave to your emotions. And it's so much better to rule your emotions than let your emotions rule you. Oh, Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, just God is with you in everything. And like, that's why we chose the title, like to call this a new day. Like these are things that we need to do every day, Mm -hmm. like every day coming before the Lord and being like, this is what is happening. This is what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. That feels weird to say, but you have to do it. Absolutely. Anywho. Good word. Good job, Olivia. Good job, Casey. <laughs> Golf clap. Hazel's very excited about that. Well, we all learn new things. One of my favorite things about the podcast is as we talk to each other, God reveals things to us in our own lives. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when you're preaching and as you're preaching to the kids or right. to the congregation. You just start kind of like, holy balls, God, like... This is for me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm stabbing myself in in the back. Mm -hmm. You know, just revelations overwhelming. It's like, get the mirror out because that's for me. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for listening. I didn't say watching. Ooh, good for you. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Higher and Uh, higher. Reach out to us. Send us a message. um, Do whatever you like. A new day podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Do you like my radio announcer voice? A new day podcast. A new day podcast at gmail.com or facebook.com slash Swede Ministries. You kind of sound like um, the one guy from Parks and Rec. We referenced that show a lot today. Yeah. Three whole times. What, what's the S-C-H-W-I-E-D. show? S-C-H-W-I-E-D. Thoughts for your, for your thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, thank you, everybody. We will talk to you all next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye.